Ah, good morning. Uh, my name is Dan Noon. I'm the CEO of G2 Goldfields. We are listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange under the symbol uh, GTWO.V and on the OTC under the symbol GUYGF. Uh, we've got a gold project, a high-grade project called OCO down in Guyana. Uh, we made a discovery in 2019. We put out our first resource of about 1.2 million ounces of nine grams a tonne gold in May this year. Uh, we're fully financed to carry on through next year by just completing a $13 million finance. And we're currently drilling away on the OCO main with uh, near mine or near deposit targets uh, to come soon. Good morning, Matthew. Well, good morning to you, and uh, I haven't seen you for a while. I think we saw you back in May. You did a technical session with us. Good session. I'm trying to understand how you're coming at all of this. Um, what's happened since we spoke to you? Well, let's start with the money, shall we? Just over 13 million bucks. Um, you you timed that to come out after the resource, take advantage of that in, in a kind of choppy market. Was it easy going? Uh, it was um, relatively easy compared to the market. <laughs> so there's been easier financings. However, we were also did it uh, as a private placement. So we controlled who came into the financing. Uh, we really, as the first time we've allowed uh, a lot big issue to happen, we wanted our large funds who could buy it now and buy it at a higher price in the future and want to be there till the end game. So all the funds that come in uh, ran more than a billion dollars and have that ability to continue to stay the course. So that was important to us. Uh, and we, we got those funds and obviously uh, insiders took 1.2 million as well. So that was uh, uh, good as well. So we were happy with that, no warrant on it, uh, at a slight discount to market. And um, we, we got that done. Yeah, well, you did get it done. Um, if you, any names that we'd recognize? And by the way, how did you do it without a warrant in this market? Uh, <laughs> uh, the owner's Patrick Sherrod names 25% and he doesn't like dilution much. So he would uh, take a discount slightly on the price. But um, we, we want shareholders who want to own the stock. Uh, we, we had a good resource out. It's a great project. So people want to own it. Uh, the major funds had come down and visited the site. So we had uh, Van Eck come in, uh, Spot Global came in, Condiri from uh, Texas and 1832 and three of those had been down to site uh, before we did the financing so it was very much a staged process where people came they saw what they were buying into and then we negotiated a price so it's um it's it was clear and transparent and uh you end up with everyone being relatively happy right okay well um you can tell us in a minute what you're going to do with that money but i think that the the when we've when we've spoken in the past, it's kind of clear that you're you're getting really super good grades, and you got, and you you started off quite well. But the it's all about the intent and the ambition because scale's the thing that's really going to bring this to everyone's um, attention. So um, maybe just remind us of, of the the economic study numbers um, out of the main pit, and then we'll talk about where you're looking to kind of add those answers from. Okay, so the the initial resource is a high-grade resource hosted within um, uh, three of the five shears to date. Uh, it goes down to 350 metres depth. It's, uh, we had a uh, minimum mining width of 1.5 metres and a cut-off grade of three grams a tonne. So we ended up with 1.2 million ounces at 9.3 grams a tonne. Uh, shear 5 at 550,000 ounces at 11 grams a tonne, so very high-grade deposit. Uh, that makes the economics extremely attractive. And uh, so we see that as being something which uh, is a standalone as it is. Now, obviously, the next phase here is, okay, can you trace it down, plunge? Uh, we know these greenstone deposits have great legs to them. Uh, but we also know that 
once you get beneath about 500 metres depth, you're not going to change the scope of what you're going to build at surface very much. So we're very keen to also start hitting the targets uh, which we see adjacent to the Oco main zone. So uh, as we all know, Reunion is to the south of us by about um, two kilometres. They've got the block uh, four discovery. We have the Gani target, which sits between our Oco main and their block four, sitting on the same shear zone targets, uh, similar geology. So we've got some initial holes there from uh, holes 37 to 41 uh, back in the early days, which had some good intercepts. So, you know, like had 17 metres at one point, uh, nine grams and one metre at 17 grams in one hole. So we definitely have mineralisation continuous along that uh, zone. So that's a target we'll be hitting uh, shortly. Out to the west, uh, we've now got uh, definitely shear six and we put an uh, intercept from that out today. Uh, we're starting to push some holes out to see whether there's a shear seven. Uh, those would add near surface ounces as we uh, come up the hill there. Uh, also, we've, um, as a function of the way we initially drilled it, shear five has still got about 50 metres towards surface that we haven't drilled yet. So we'll have to drill holes into that uh, to get that into the resource. But also then to the north, around our, our fold, our main fold there, We've got another 700 metre by 400 metre plus 100 ppb gold in soil anomaly, which we've just completed geophysics over, and it's starting to look this very similar to our Oco main zone. So they would have lined up uh, in a line to start with. They've been folded around post-deposition. So uh, they're the three main targets uh, that we see was change the scope quickly for what we have at the Oco uh, main deposit as it's Right, okay. So you raised, you raised a bit of money, right? So you kind of, you've kind of got this uh, extraordinary sort of structural corridor. Um, basically, you, you've got <laughs> you've got a lot of targets you, you can go for. You can focus on those three, uh, which is which is great. How many rigs are turning at the moment? Uh, we've only got three. We've got another two coming by the end of the month. Uh, we we had hoped to have them earlier, but uh, everything's a bit slower these days. But we need uh, bigger rigs to uh, target some of the deeper drilling we're going to do. But uh, we'll have five uh, by the end of September. Right. Okay. So, and, and just explain what you mean earlier. But obviously, what if you go and drill? Because what, what are you drilling at the moment? About three fifty meters. That sort of that sort of level. And then you, we talked previously about maybe going down the same again. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so we talked about going to seven hundred meters. Um, yeah. So as inferred, we wouldn't drill that off to indicated yet. Um, the, the current drilling that we released today has taken us down to four hundred and fifty meters. So we've extended it about another eighty to one hundred. Um, and we still want to uh, continue with that, but we also understand that we need to hit these other targets near surface to uh, really uh, move the dial on the scope of what we have here. Because at the end right, of the day- Right, so, so explain, explain that, Dan, because it's really, really important because it seems like there's some easy answers to be had uh, in Oco, Maine, right? But there's a lot more um, happening out there. At, you know, you need some like a new discovery at surface. Is that is that what you're saying? That will change the scope of the size of the initial plant that you're going to have. So, right. you know, down to 500 meters, you're probably going to have two declines. You'll do um, you know, modified evoker mining method to get the maximum tons. That's where you'll get to. And adding answers further beneath that adds mine life. Uh, doesn't add how many answers you can get out a year. So uh, near surface and open pit uh, resources there, which there's certainly lots of potential for, it is definitely a high priority target. Okay, so given that you're trying to actually work out what a, what a mine could look like uh, at surface for you, so the, the, the mine infrastructure could look like at surface, because it, it defines you know, where you put the plant, you know, where, where, you, where you put all the facilities and, and, and this infrastructure. 
A lot of chatter, clearly we talked about it day one, at the first time we ever spoke about Reunion. Um, they're a $350 million company, currently you're a $100 million company. It's it's what people talk about. It makes obvious sense that you come together and you've also been quite open and honest, say like you would look for someone coming from outside, not necessarily Reunion, but someone coming from outside and maybe make that their problem. But right now, the, it would seem an opportune moment to have a good conversation about that one because collectively, if someone does pick and bring, pick up or bring, bring together these two companies, it will affect the, where they put the stuff, how big they build the stuff, the infrastructure. Um, you know, it seems like that it's the right time. Well, everything except the markets to say that it would be a good time to be um, coordinating these things, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, we definitely uh, act as good neighbours. We share, um, well, infrastructure is one with the road that comes in, but also when we do uh, trips with analysts and fund managers, uh, we certainly coordinate. Uh, we visit their site, they visit ours. We see it as one big district, as do they. Uh, and we also see the potential uh, of owning, you know, uh, let's say half of a five million ounce deposit. For five million, yeah, half of a five million ounce deposit is worth a lot more than a two and a half million ounce deposit, if you look at it that way, right? So basically, once we get to five million ounces within the two companies, you've certainly got something which there's not one company in the world who wouldn't step over the line to buy that. So, you know, it's a lot easier to get to half of that quickly than it is to get all the way. And when you put them together, that value is a lot higher than just the single assets themselves. So we understand that. Uh, they understand that logic as well. And somewhere down the road here, uh, when we both have resource calculations out and we've both hit our targets around our deposits, there'll be a simple valuation mechanism uh, which could allow something to happen. So, I mean, there's no doubt that, you know, building two mines on this deposit wouldn't be the smartest thing. And certainly we have common uh, shareholders who've made that uh, point clear themselves. So. Right. Okay. So would it be fair fair to say that even though every, everything's relative, at any moment in time, everything's relative, is, would it be fair to say that now's not the time that either of you would like to do have this deal happen? You've got more discoveries to make, more answers to build that you think you can do relatively quickly. Um, and I'm sure they're not enjoying the current market conditions either. So uh, what, 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 are the, what are the positive signals that... Um, to you, what are the positive signals for you that would suggest the you know the time is right? What would it need to look like? Yeah, I think like both of us would like the time to get a resource calculator to start with, an updated one for us and an initial one for them. Um, the process could well be driven uh, by a third party, and there's no doubt about that. There's plenty of uh, third parties who have come to visit both sites, so uh, we'd be you know well open to that idea, and then certainly. That may be the signal for uh, both of us to uh, move forward with uh, such an, such a merger, but that, that that will come in the future sometime. But it's not imminent, I wouldn't say. But uh, certainly, somewhere in the next twelve to eight months, I think you, you could see something where we've done enough work and, and we're both comfortable that we've uh, explored our blocks, not to the nth degree, but shown in their potential that something could happen. Okay, so, okay, f f fair enough. Always a difficult one to kind of fend off, but um, let let's talk about the five rigs. Um, well, what will be five rigs. Um, so can you just give me a reminder of, you know, where, where they're going and, and when um, and exactly what you're going to do in each area, please? Okay, so the Oco main zone, the idea is to take the, um, the shears down to a 700 metre depth, so that in shear three to five, uh, that's what we target. Um, and that would and that's where the resource is to date. So that would hopefully give us a double on uh, in the um, uh, the amount of ounces there. Then 
also is along that two, the, is that two rigs Dan uh, that would say. be that'd be three rigs so three rigs okay three okay. Of the, we have the three rigs doing that at the moment so as the right. others come with the bigger rigs we'll take the smaller rigs off and start drilling Ganny which is to the south of us and that's the same uh, structure as we see block four on so we'll be drilling targets there we've completed geophysics over this area so we'll drill along there with the idea that we can find near surface uh, probably more disseminated and lower grade style of mineralization like reunion uh, the host rock is the same it's a, this is magnet, magnetic basalt adjacent to an intrusive uh, round to the north we have the Oko North which looks more similar geophysically uh, as Oko is Oko Main and the uh, geochemical anomaly is 750 metres by 400 metres, which is a similar size to Oko Main. So we'll drill that with one of the smaller rigs again. We'll start drilling fences across that. And then obviously out to the west, where we go up the hill to the west of us, we'll be drilling uh, shears five and six uh, close to the surface, and which is within the laterite and saprolite. And we also have to fill in the saprolite higher up on that western ridge as well, because that will form an open pit uh, in the early days of any mine here. So th they're the three main focuses. We have other areas we'll get to later on, but the main focus for the rigs this year will be those areas. Brilliant. Okay, that's really clear. And so when one of the areas that you, you will get to, and there's a question sent in by JR777, um, big fan. Um, can you give some clarification on the um, Amsterdam property that you acquired last year? Because okay, it doesn't yeah. show up anywhere, if you don't mind. <laughs> We're out there, um, yeah, good question. Uh, we're out there with uh, two geos greenfields at the moment. Uh, so we're uh, doing some geophysics out there as well. We're stream sediment sampling and rock chip sampling. We're seeing the same rocks out there as we see in the ACO main zone. So those carb shales interbedded with the sediments again. Uh, we're getting uh, coherent gold in Pancon anomaly. So it's not just everywhere. We're actually seeing areas where, where we are seeing that. Uh, that is something which we believe we will target, uh, we will generate drill targets sometime this year. Whether we get a rig to drill them between now and Christmas is a question, but certainly we like that area a lot and we've got two guys full time on that at the moment. Right, and so, and so what type of what body is that? Sorry, I missed that. In, in the sense that, you know, I think, I think again, I think um, he talks about that potentially being a, a, the maiden alluvial gold source for the area. So, it's slightly different from what you've been hunting for currently. So how would you come at that? No, I, th I think he was saying that it was the main source of the alluvials for the Aramu uh, gold rush back in the 1870s. So a lot of the alluvials which has been mined out of the creeks, uh, we think came Got out it. of the Oko okay. Mountains uh, there, which is in the uh, wide Amsterdam claims. So I mean, oh, okay. also some awesome. of it must have come out of Oko and Block 4 as well. But um, they're definitely uh, laterite capped. They're higher up, a lot of gold shedding out of them. And it's a matter of getting in there and um, defining real targets. Right. And when, when you're sort of going over these conversations on this private placement with the kind of institutional guys, um, you're saying you're, you're, you're sharing some of the same institutional shareholders uh, with Reunion? Is that, is that what you just said? Yeah, there are similar shareholders of, at, the, at the institutional scale, yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So what, they're obviously pushing you, saying, oh, "Hey, we, we, you guys are going to come together at some point." That's that's our expectation. But we're happy to sit back and wait and let you run the plan that you probably just outlined to us, as you will have with them. Is that right? That's correct. Exactly. And they're comfortable with that. Let me know. But they don't want to see these things become lifestyle companies, which become isolated and not big enough for the big player. 
because together they are an extremely attractive uh, acquisition target. There's no doubt about that. Right, okay. Um, right, money's good at the moment. You're going to burn through that um, at, at a rate. Um, where does it take you through to, did you say? That could take us through to uh, probably possibly mid-next year, but I think we'd be looking, if we can keep expanding uh, with our drilling, you'd like to think we'd probably get to the market next January, February uh, with a new resource and with a new discovery, hopefully. And, and therefore a new raise, yeah? Yes, you'd think so, yep. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd hope so. It all depends on the market. Keep drilling. Well, that's the great unknown, isn't it? It's, it's sort of um, quite extraordinary times at the moment. We were, we were talking before the show started about what the dollar's doing and you know, how, how long can this keep going? Because um, I think most CEOs are sort of commenting on the fact that um, the expectations are that that changes in the new year. What are, you, what are your thoughts in terms of the market at the moment for gold? For gold? What well, I think you? the market for gold looks excellent in the uh, medium term. Uh, I think, you know, the, uh, the US dollar going strong is just money being pulled out of the general market. Uh, and generally after that, people go for defensive stocks and inflation hedges like gold. So we've seen that historically, and I think we'll see it again. I think we're seeing some money move back into the gold sector. Probably, you know, not as bad as it was three or four months ago, as far as funds having money. Um, but I think we'll probably see um, more money come into the gold sector over the next over the next six months for sure. Brent, look, Dan, like I just wanted a quick update. I just want to see what you were doing with the money, um, you know, and the sort of general general mood in this market. Seems to be going well. Um, keep it going. Stay in touch. Let us know how you get on. Okay. Thank you very much, Matthew.